Welcome back, everybody, to Kayfabe Comparisons. My name is Daniel John Schaefer, joined, as always, by the KG Cast Lush Cast. It is our biggest show thus far. I am super pumped. How you feeling, man? Yo, yo, yo. I am excited. I'm ready to talk about some WrestleMania. Let's get into it. What do you got for me? Okay, so uh, I know we kind of teased it on the last episode of possibly doing either 15 or WrestleMania 10. Well, what we actually came up with in this downtime is we're doing a fatal four-way between four classic WrestleManias. Um, The first one, uh, just going in chronological order, would be WrestleMania 10 with the epic ladder match uh, between Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels as well as Yokozuna, Bret Hart, and Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. Uh, and then we jump to WrestleMania 15, uh, which was, uh, of course, you know, The Rock and Austin. Huge, huge match there. Um, and then we are going to go to WrestleMania 25, uh, which was uh, HBK uh, and Taker and Undertaker HBK 1. Uh, and then, of course, this WrestleMania. So what we've decided to do, because we don't have enough time to cover all four WrestleManias, Uh, In one show, it wouldn't be fair to those shows to not dissect them because they're all pretty good. Um, What we decided is we averaged out our ratings. I, as you know, by this point in the show, I use stars and Cass uses uh, letter grades. So I, my two highest rated shows were actually the two most recent, WrestleMania 25 and WrestleMania 35, the one we just saw. Cass, what Mm. were your two highest rated ones, man? Mm. You know... I was really excited to be able to do WrestleMania 10 because I really want to break that WrestleMania down. I want to talk about Sean Razor. I want to talk about Bretton Owen. Maybe we'll get there. Maybe we'll get there. Maybe we'll get there. But, you know, I had to look at the show as a whole. And I had to, you know, it, actually, this is going to be easy. I agreed with you. WrestleMania 25 and the most recent, WrestleMania 35. That's my two. Okay, so today... Our WrestleMania episode, our first ever WrestleMania episode, we are going to break down uh, out of the elimination fatal four-way. We have eliminated WrestleMania 10. We have eliminated WrestleMania 15. And it is just going to be WrestleMania 25 versus WrestleMania 35 and a 10-year showdown. Okay? So, because there were so many uh, match uh, number discrepancies, meaning the number of matches, we're not going to do our normal format where we go match by match. Uh, and kind of break those down. What we're going to do instead is we're going to start with the oldest show being WrestleMania 25, and we're going to go down the card, uh, and then we're going to give it an overall rating, and then we're going to do the same thing for 35. Uh, And then at the end, we'll kind of wrap it up and really, you know, declare a winner. Uh, You know, old school Hell in a Cell style. So Cass, can you kick us off with Mm. the opening match, or the opening antics, or whatever you want to talk about for WrestleMania 25? Man, Wrestle 20, WrestleMania 25, very special to me. It was the, the third and last WrestleMania I ever went to. It was in Houston, Texas. Um, I was there. It was amazing. And, you know, the show kicked off. You get you got your America the Beautiful. You got your opening package. But the first match of the night was the official WrestleMania match of the night. We're not going to talk about the pre-show. was Money in the Bank. And there was... It was a car crash. It was, you know, it was it was a Money in the Bank match, is what it was. Um, you know, a lock. There was a really cool spot outside of the ring where everybody, even some of the big men, were doing their jumping off the top rope spot. Really cool there. Yeah. Um, I thought Sh- Shelton Benjamin died at one point. Um, Hornswoggle yeah. came out. Yeah, Shelton like fell on his head at one point. It was very frightening. Hornswoggle came out, which I thought was great. 
Um, he had that freaking step ladder, which was hilarious. Um, and then a, a cool thing, because we're comparing this WrestleMania with WrestleMania 35, Kofi Kingston had just debuted just over a year ago that I night. Got, yeah, I got, um, I got it in my notes, man. It's crazy. So it was really cool for Kofi to see him there. Uh, everybody had big spots. But for me, man, not my, not really my type of match, a car crash match. So I rated it sort of low with a C plus. Um, compared to a lot of the other Money in the Banks, it's it's up there as a really good Money in the Bank. But for me, just a C plus was nothing special. It, it was it was a Money in the Bank match. It was just a bunch of different spots, a bunch of different choreographed moments. Not really my uh, thing to watch. Um, that's what I got for that Money in a Bank match. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, for me. Uh, I actually I, I like this a little bit more than you. Uh, not a whole lot more, but a little bit more. Uh, I thought most of the action was great. Uh, I, again, like in my notes, you know, awesome to see young Kofi, like especially considering where we were. Uh, I thought all all the dive spots were actually pretty good, which is kind of different than now. I feel like I, mm. I do feel like it took them longer to do. Um, you know, like where everybody dives, like it wasn't just one dive and then everybody's up and then another dive and everybody's up, you know, it was like mm-hmm. a little bit longer between, and I feel like there's some drama in that. And I enjoyed that part. Uh, Finley and like the Finley and Kofi exchange specifically was like super crisp. And like, it was really nice to have him and see him in the match. Uh, the Kofi and Mark Henry spots were pretty good. Uh, the MVP and Sheldon Benjamin exchange was pretty cool. Uh, I mean, I honestly thought that Shelton covered the botches really well. I wrote that down, but I mean, I thought the finish was good yeah. too. I, I mean, I gave the match three stars, so that's you know a B, about mm-hmm. a B, almost a B plus. Yeah, yeah, uh, somewhere around in there. So that, yeah, a, a, you know, a little bit higher, but yeah, man, higher. dude, trucking right along. Okay, so in the ne- in my next note, I wrote Kid Rock plays a random song, negative five stars. Man, it was a good moment for me while I was there. I didn't hate it because I was going to get another beer. I think I went and bought a T-shirt. It's a good moment, man. They 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 let me get up and do my thing. But then there was another good moment where the Diva Battle Royal started, and we saw a lot of boobies. There was a lot of boobies, booby action. There was um, boobs going on. I mean, there was there definitely was, boobs going on. There was a lot of boobs going on, and I could just only think that women wrestling has come such a long way. I mean, this is your women's match. Was there another women's match on and the ten, card? And only 10 years ago, too. You know what I mean? Like only normally 10 we've been years covering ago. 20 years. So, like, ten, yeah, 10 years, this man. Is that's... The, this is the only women's match on the card. Yeah. And it was horseshit and a dude won. Dressed like a woman. Yeah, it, it was really embarrassing. I um, mean, how far women wrestling has come. Um,. I mean, I wasn't mad at some of the outfits, though. I'll be honest about that. But uh, it was all terrible. It wasn't good. The finish was shitty. And uh, I gave it a f***ing F. Oh, you gave it an F? Wow. Yeah. See, I feel like I actually gave this match like a C or a C-. minus Because I thought, like, I did think that, like, you could... I was trying to put myself in the time. And you could see, like, the, you know, like the... The workers, like the Michelle McCools that, like, could actually work. And they had their spots. And Mickey James, like... They had their spots, and it looked crisp. And honestly, it reminded me of what we're seeing today. Uh, it's just that most of women can do that now. So, uh, you know, I mean, and again, I'm not knocking the women that were in this match. It was what it was. It fit the time. It was entertaining at the time. Uh, and honestly, like, the Santino spots aged poorly. But I, like, maybe this is going to sound misogynistic, but I thought it was hilarious. Like, just because at that time, the division wasn't taken seriously, even by the women. You know what I'm saying? So, like, to me, it didn't really, like, 
it didn't really bother me. You know, I mean, say what you want about it. I actually enjoyed it. I mean, it was, I mean, I'm not saying it was like anything. I'll never, you know, intentionally watch it again for recreation, but I gave it two stars, yeah. star and a half, two stars, somewhere around in there. Two stars? Uh, I gave, yeah, I gave it two crazy? stars. Are you crazy? You were just it loving the pay-per-view. You were, you were too. You were very excited for Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. You were so hopped up. You were like, "I was hype, baby." Yeah, you were something. I was hype. Y2J versus Piper versus Snuka, or sorry, Y2J versus Piper, Snuka, and Steamboat was the next match, and I am excited to talk about this match. So I'm jumping into it. I'm jumping right into it. Dude, have at it. Show me, show me what you're working Jericho with. Jericho is timeless, and I'm slowly starting to realize that he is one of the greatest professional wrestlers to ever walk the planet Earth. You're, it, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. Let's, yeah, let's, I know. Let's pause. Let's pause. You're, I know you're, what you're, it's I know. 2019, you're, it's and you're slowly no. starting to realize. No, no, no. Here, I've always known he was great, but I'm saying he's up there with like Hulk Hogan. Uh, Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels. He is like, he's just. Dude, this wasn't news 10 years ago. Those, oh, that was. Oh, dude, that 08 dude with HBK made him an absolute legend to me. So you tell legend me, you're, you're telling me. me that when people do their Mount Rushmore, it's just a known thing. Chris Jericho's on there. As That's far what as I'm saying. All right, now, now okay, so that, I feel like, okay, let's, you know what, let's open this can of worms. A Mount Rushmore, what are we really talking about? Are we talking about the biggest stars in WWE objectively? Or or am I trying to, like, am I trying to say my top five, who I would put on there as actual in-ring wrestlers? You see what I'm saying? Like, I, well, now, it's, now, it's, to, it's whatever, however you want it to be. You well, can... I would say that Chris Jericho did get better and better on the mic the further he went along, uh, or not even necessarily better on the mic, but just like went opened his character up to being instead of just silly heel and then like staunch heel and then like wild baby face. Like he kind of he got out of that, uh, you know, in the past few years doing like things like the list, like a little bit more funny things to me, like made him more entertaining. But I would say as far as an in ring wrestler. He was on my Mount Rushmore in 2009 already. Yeah, and 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 I mean as a whole. Okay, I can understand. I, I'm talking that. to I him because I wrote he's timeless. I didn't write anything that I'm talking right now. This is just off the top. But I mean, okay. the note I wrote was that he's timeless. So I'm just thinking, Jesus, he re. I never. I just. I guess I just didn't realize that, man, because he's always kind of been there. He's gone for a little bit. He's back. Chris Jericho, he's up there with the greatest. He's up there with Macho Man, with Hogan, with Steamboat, who he's wrestling in this match, with Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, uh, The Rock, Stone Cold. He's up there with just the greatest of all time. I feel like sometimes, I, I guess you're saying you don't think he, he, you think he does get his due. I think sometimes he doesn't. And just watching him here, it's like, man, he was just so great. He, he was, it was, he had a lot to work with here. Yeah. Snooka was not in the best shape. No. Piper surprised me. I didn't think he was going to be in that good of shape. Not saying he was like amazing or no, Piper. But he, he was prime, moving but quickly. He like was for, moving, for his yeah, age. You could tell definitely. I'm 100%. I don't know Piper, and I know he's gone now, RIP. But I know for a fact, you could just tell in his eyes and the way he was moving. This was WrestleMania. Even though every time he took a step, it was maybe hurting, he was doing it. He didn't care. He was jumping yeah. up really quickly. You could tell oh, yeah. like. 
that probably hurt him and he's going to be paying for it the next day but yeah. he was getting it it was awesome but my main notes are ricky the f- steamboat dragon dude oh my god <laughs> your yeah, boy it, he looked like he could have had one more run in him i was like and he i remember did, he had a little run uh, like a couple of tvs Right, right, but I mean, like, a, I mean, before this match, it's like this all of a sudden came out of nowhere. It's like I thought he was just an agent and that he was, uh, he was done, and he looked great. I mean, he oh, hadn't he, missed, he, he dude, hadn't missed a beat. I remember, mm. bro, I remember being there and like literally, he stole the show. Like Sean and Taker ultimately stole the show, but if it wasn't for t- Sean and Taker, everybody would have left there saying, man. Steamboat, like he literally took the breath out of the the stadium in a good way because everybody was just like, "Holy shit, this guy is good." I mean, he did a crossbody that looked just as good as he did in 1989. I mean, it, everything was great. Um, I wish he didn't retire as soon as he did, but I know his story, and he was, you know, he wanted to be home with his family more, and he and and all that, and you know, he did a good thing. Um, Jr. was great. Um, you could tell by JR's voice and how excited JR was getting. Like JR was getting just as excited. Oh, yeah, just pumped we were the getting. dragon, dude. Pumped you could tell dragon, he yeah. was a fan. It he was, was just like JR was the dragon, dude. Yeah, yeah. Sure, he turned into a straight mark and was going, I gave it an A, and I haven't given that much A's, and I solely gave it an A on Steamboat and how great Jericho was and, and Piper was good too. Um, it was awesome. A. Yeah, man. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Honestly, like, so I included the post-match with this, with, like, Mickey Rourke and everything, though. So I would have rated this match three and a half stars, which would have been a B-plus, A-minus. Like, you know, a, like, a really... I really enjoyed it. It surprised me. Snooko was the... Honestly, it would have been better just as a handicap with just Piper and Steamboat. Because I feel like, you know, Snooko's just kind of in a different world mm-hmm. to me. Like, Snooko's even further back to me than those two are. Um, so like, I don't know, it just would have made more sense with just the two of them. Uh, so I dropped a full star because of the whole Mickey Rourke thing. Cause it's like, man, come on. You have like this match where like against Piper, the guy that was at WrestleMania one and Ricky Steamboat's in there making a damn near comeback. Like it was all so good. And then you have a guy that was just in a movie that we all know is an actor, knock out Chris Jericho, who just beat two legends. Like, yeah, it just, I didn't, I mean, I could understand why a crowd would pop for it. I could understand why you would do it live. He's got a lot of name value. That movie just came out, and it was huge when it came out. Um, but, yeah, it lost a full star for me. So I gave it two and a half stars, which would have been like a C plus. Yeah, I didn't I didn't use it. I didn't count that for the match, man. I didn't take any. Because, you know, Steamboat didn't deserve that to be taken away from his match. So I don't, I don't count that on that match, man. That was a little segment. He didn't deserve it, but that's what I'm saying. But that's what people remember. You know what I mean? Like, no, you know what I mean? Like, if we're actually I don't, I don't remember. I, I remember everything this. as a segment from the time the first entrance starts until the next, like, backstage segments. Happens. I remember like, two things. Thing. I remember two things from this pay-per-view, and it's Steamboat and Shawn Michaels Taker. I don't, I mean, it was a, it was a spot, you know, they're always going to do that. Well, this I don't is cool, know. too, because you have a different perspective, man. Like, you were there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you have a yeah, whole... Yeah different like vibe I for was, it. There. was he awesome. there was he there i was there shout out to my boy bruce pritchard yeah love for sure um, good times okay so moving right along man we had a matt versus jeff and a brother versus brother mm. vibe dude matt's gear looks like rollins gear but mm. it looked like it looked like it looked Across like seth rollins went on like a bender for like 
like a month and just drank a lot of beer. Got like, fat. It just got a little puffy. Not bit fat, of but like puffy. You know what I, I mean? Like was, just a little yeah. puffy. I uh, thought it was a little bit of like AJ AJ Styles and Seth Rollins mix because it was like blue in there and AJ does a blue. I mean, a little bit of a mix of both of their their gear. Yeah, I I liked. I mean, I didn't really like it honestly. I w- I want to say that I liked it, but because I, I I love Jeff to death, he's the sweetest man ever. Uh, but he just it, it was just not good, man. The match was kind of boring. It was just a miss. Like those dudes are great as a tag team, and like they and individually they have great chemistry with other wrestlers. But them together working against each other, in my opinion, has never been good. It's never been. It's never worked for the WWE ever, or really anyone else for that matter, in my opinion. Um, so, I mean, and honestly, all the like, all the Gaga and gimmicky stuff at the end, like, I don't know. I gave it two stars total, so even less than, you know, I'd say like a C minus D plus, barely passing. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I'll say it right now, since you, I gave it a C minus exactly. So right where you're at, that's pretty cool. Um, I wrote that it was, you know, it could have been, or it was the 2000s version of Owen and Brett. And you could tell they were doing the same type of story where uh, Jeff's the baby face, so Jeff is Brett. And just yeah. like Brett Hart, Brett didn't want to fight his brother. No matter what, you know, Matt is doing all this terrible stuff to Jeff. But, yeah. you know, no matter what, Jeff's not going to fight his brother. Where, you know, I have a brother, and if he steps on my toe, I'm hitting him in the mouth. Yeah. So it same, doesn't matter. Same, same. Yeah. Don't step on my toe. And you know, he's over here burning the motherfucker's house down and shit. And we're supposed to believe Jeff's just like, no, I don't want to fight my brother. Um, that's totally got Vince McMahon written all on it. No, that's definitely um, not true. Jeff would fight his brother over here looking at him. Oh, yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, it was nothing special. And then it was a hardcore style match, which that's just not me. It was like so much. That I was like, why? These two guys could have put on... I don't know why they're them and their agent. I don't know how it worked on in this era, but like, why didn't they just have the idea of like, let's put on a classic, let's do like Brett and Owen, and put on this like classic in ring match. Instead, they're out of the ring. They're doing all this hardcore stuff. I mean, Jeff's gotta have back problems. I, it's like he Jeff oh, he jumped yeah. off this ladder that was like as tall as the Empire State Building and just lands on his ass for no reason. We didn't oh, even yeah. need it. No, like we I didn't agree. need it. Who who gave him who told him that was a good idea or asked him to do that or said, Yeah, Jeff, you should do that. Like he's there's no way he's gonna be walking right in a couple years after that one bump unless he's does some sort of surgery. I gave it exactly a C minus. I didn't like it. I mean it, it, uh, I didn't hate it. I gave it a C minus. I could have done worse, but yeah, yeah, I agree. Been, I was just but I didn't like, like the whole match it. was literally meh to me. Right, like the because meh emoji, so like that's more. what that match was. Like right, it could have been so much more. I agree. So I agree. More. But again, like I feel like that's the story of them wrestling each other. You know what I mean? Like I mean, think. Can you name me like how they have wrestled countless times on TV and pay per views? Can you name me one memorable Jeff Hardy versus Matt Hardy match? No, it's always it's all about. And, and dude, and honestly, like that's not really a slight, dude. Those guys have both been main event talents, like yeah, easily. Yeah, both of them. But both they of them just are... don't work together. Like it A-plus just plus superstars. And great, obviously, one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Like yeah. top ten, no doubt of well, all. Well, they're like right behind Bush backward, Bushwhackers. There's like Bushwhackers, Matt and Jeff, right there. But yes, they're up there because Bushwhackers are definitely top five, right? The Bushwhackers. 
So moving on, we went to uh, JBL versus Rey Mysterio for the IC title. Uh, Mysterio and the Joker gimmick I thought was awesome. Uh, I mean, it was super quick, but it was a good story that they were telling. Um, You know, at this point, we're pretty much halfway through the show. And, like, again, I was watching this pretty much for The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. But up to the show, I mean, you know, this is match five. I'm into it. You know, it's, it's, it's a quick mania. It's a faster mania. It wasn't nearly as long. Uh, which is which is good a good thing uh, yeah which is good I think we could split the difference though you know what I mean like this one had eight uh, you know ours had you know the most recent one had tw- twelve I think mm-hmm. ten is a solid number for WrestleMania mm-hmm. you know what I mean twelve matches total with two on the pre-show only two on the pre-show um, but you know that's that's just my opinion but yeah man I mean I I enjoyed this match I give it two and a half stars two and three quarter stars I'll say almost three. Um, there was just a, you know, if it would have just been a little bit longer. I mean, even just like one or two more minutes longer, I feel like it would have felt a little bit more. Uh, but you know, also being JBL's last match too, I think that's why I felt like, you know, because this is JBL's last match, by the way. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Like, man, what did you think about? Hey, Brent what Mysterio or I mean, what, versus JBL? Let me ask you this: What happened in JBL's last match? What what did he win or did he lose? What happens in your last match in the World yeah, Wrestling? You can rub that in later, man. You okay, that all in right. Later. Bring later. that up later. We'll bring that up later. Um, I actually think that the amount of matches on this pay per view were perfect. I don't think you should go to ten because at around this part of the uh, of the pay per view, people are starting to get fatigued. And luckily, you had a Sean and Undertaker to come after this to bring them back up. Um, but they honestly got brought up so high at that, which we'll get to that, that they never came. They, they stayed down after Sean and Taker. But um, I think this was the perfect WrestleMania, the perfect size. I liked this era of WrestleMania, how they were doing it. And I, and I look for that today. I'm still locked in that mindset, um, but it's, it, it's way past that. They're just doing way too long. I hope they fix it. Monday Night Raw is unwatchable because of how long it is. But that aside, I had to get that in there. Rey Mysterio comes out, like you said. He's doing the Joker thing. Commentary, old. It was like, it, it felt like, and you know, King doesn't ever really come across as just some old man who's out of touch. But like, he really, to me, if you go back and listen, you'll know what I'm talking about. Like, Jerry the King kind of buried Ray's interest. Like, he didn't help it at all. It was like, because he didn't understand it. It was like, he didn't understand that he was doing this cool Joker entrance. And he was kind of like, what is that? And he no, just kept, he understood it. He understood it. Well, he didn't make it. He, he made me feel like, oh, like he made me feel. I not, mean, the guy writes comics. Like, But I he mean, was like, uh, they yeah. Draw comics. He, well, he I know he knows that. that it was, it was, it, it was the Joker, but maybe not Heath Ledger style. I don't know. He made me just feel like, oh, he kind of ruined it. He just, they, he kind of like didn't even crack jokes. Just kind of like, what is that? What is he doing? Why is he coming out like, ah, oh, I don't know. It, it was like, oh, that kind of sucked. He kind of ruined that whole, the whole Joker thing for me. Like if you listen to the commentary, maybe after I tell you that, then you go back and listen, you're like, I know what he's saying because yeah. there was something. I'll definitely watch the show again nice. for just for fun at some yeah. point. Oh, it was a great show. Man, I, I watch it all the time. Sometimes that, well, I, I at least watch Sean vs. Taker all the time. Um, Once a year, at least you got to watch Sean Taker. Um. I liked, I put, I liked how they did a quick match and I gave it a B. So this is one of the higher graded matches of the night. I liked it. It's JBL. It's his last match. He's going out on his back, which is a time honored tradition in the world wrestling federation slash entertainment. I loved it. 
Uh, I gave it a B. It's a good match. And then we go on from there. Take it away. The next match is what we all were waiting for. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, the greatest of all time, the best to ever do it with across the ring, maybe also the best to ever do it, The Undertaker. What were your thoughts on this match? I mean, what can you say? I mean, Undertaker, this this match specifically, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels won uh, with everything that it meant, uh, the build that they did for it. Um, honestly, I didn't think both guys were even close to the end of their career at the time. So, like, it was, I mean, I mean I, again, I mean, the only thing, only thing negative, there were two spots that were, almost like almost botches uh one was like a like a tornado ddt thing uh Mm -hmm. that sean gave to taker that was a complete miss and the angle missed it too and you just saw that it was a bot it was a botch like uh there was that and i want to say there was i I don't remember the other one and i didn't write it down because i was wrapped up in it so like i gave this match like two like four and three quarter stars like almost five stars but there was just a couple little botches that I didn't like. And I mean, they were noticeable enough to actually take me out of the moment. And that's why I lost a quarter of a star. But yeah, I mean, this is pretty much an A plus. It just didn't get the extra credit question. You know what I mean? Like this is, I mean, there's, I mean, in my, in my life, I own like on my list personally, I have three matches with five stars. So this is not a, like, this is not a slight, there will not be very many other matches that are four and three quarter stars is in my book. So, I mean, up until this point, this is easily the best match we've we've seen from any show that we've watched thus far. No doubt about it. I mean, fantastic. I'm, now, let me just lay the table out for the ultimate HBK fanboy. The lube is ready. Mm. Just, you know what? Have your way. You son of a... <laughs> four and what? How, what? This is six stars, A++, two thumbs up. However, any other way you can rate this, this match was amazing. And I can't believe that I was there. I don't, you know what? I, I, I will brag. I was at the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. JR will tell you it's the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. It beats uh, Steamboat Macho Man. It beats Sean Brett. It beats Sean. Oh, see, that's the everything. one, though. Like, it's amazing. Sean Kurt Angle, which was an amazing. One of my three five-star, five-star matches. matches is the Iron Man match. That is one Iron of Man my... match is what is that's part of the reason why I am on this HBK love fest. But anyways, you think it's right up there? Do you really this with the Iron Man? Yeah. Match. Come on, oh, man. yeah. Oh, yeah. So? Like at the they, very at the very same level, though, like at the yeah. very same level. Okay, yeah. And, I, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll have to cut down some of them. I'll have to go to the bottom of my notes for that. The 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 false finish, they did a false finish magic. And people tried to duplicate it all the time. They did these false finishes in a way. And that's why everybody loves this match. 
if you're just dumb and you don't realize why you like the match. You like the match because they did these cool false finishes and Shawn Michaels kicked up from a last ride powerbomb, which nobody kicks up from, and a tombstone, which nobody kicks up from a freaking tombstone. I've never seen it before in my life. I remember there... I remember being there, and I hate to keep bringing up that I was being there. I truly, there was rumors at the time that Taker had said if he loses the streak, he wants it to be against Shawn Michaels. So there was that rumor going around. That was in the dirt sheets at the time. Shawn Michaels kicked up from a last ride, and then he kicked up from a tombstone. Me and my best friend Nick looked at each other and said, holy f***, Shawn Michaels is about to win. I, there was pee in my pants. I couldn't control my urine. It was just everywhere. My shoes were had puddles in them. Um, we had to actually get the uh, the janitors to come out and mop. There was so much pee. It was amazing. It was amazing. Um, I, you know, there was one spot where Sean did this really ugly backflip, but he, he used to do something in like 90, the 95 era, Sean, before he left, where he would do a side backflip and it looked beautiful and it didn't look as sloppy. So that's kind of what he was going for. So I understood that. And then Taker moves and throws him down. I honestly remember being, I was just, I was such a mark at this point in my life in this match. I knew, I mean, like I, I know, I know what wrestling is. I've known it my whole life, but like, I remember being like, Oh my God, Sean's hurt. Like I was just so loving Sean, like Sean selling that arm after that. He got me to believe that he was hurt. And I know wrestling, or at least I think I do. You're probably listening to this saying, no, you don't, you idiot. But anyway, I think I know wrestling, and I thought Sean was actually hurt. Then Taker almost dies and puts an indention in the floor with his forehead. You see it in the mat. And I don't know if this is true, but I'm pretty sure I've heard and read that it's true that that's Roman Reigns is the camera guy that they throw him, that Sean kind of puts in front of him that yeah. doesn't catch him. Pretty sure that's Roman Reigns. Pretty sure that's Roman Reigns. Anyway, I loved it. I thought it was one of the greatest matches in history. Um, they, they did the false finish thing beautifully. And I wasn't mad. You know, I went to WrestleMania in Detroit where Sean uh, was in the main event versus uh, John Cena. And I was very upset that Shawn Michaels tapped in the center of the ring to John Cena's SDFU. But after this match, I love both of these men so much that it was just a, it was a standing ovation. And it was really cool to be in an arena uh, and, and at WrestleMania. As I could tell you, being there, everybody stood up and just started clapping. Everybody. It was really cool. It gives me chills even to think about it. Every time I watch this match, I just remember being there. The match is over. Nobody was mad. Everybody stood up and clapped. I gave it an A++, six stars, two thumbs up. It was amazing. Yeah, I mean, again, I love the match. I don't want it to seem like I didn't. Um, but again, we got to move along here. You know, we, you know, you think it's one of the greatest matches of all time. I think it's definitely in the top 15, top but I don't know if I really put it in the top 10. I just, I, don't, I really don't. Um, maybe, maybe top 10. Uh, I'm not saying it's not, but yeah, mm. let's just move right along here. Triple threat match. Edge versus Big Show versus John Cena. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I thought that this match and the main event of this show should have been swapped. Um, I thought that, I thought that Orton versus Triple H is just... I, I thought this is why Triple H gets the bad rap for being, like, 
the McMahon and always being in the main event, even when he didn't necessarily quote unquote deserve it. Like, even though it wasn't his call and it's still not his call, Vince makes all the calls. Like, but obviously there's has to be at this point, a little bit of favoritism. I mean, look Mm -hmm. at where he is, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, and I'm not saying that's even necessarily not, he didn't earn it. I'm not saying that, but you know, there was, you know, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed this match. I gave this match three and a half stars uh, Big Show pushing Cena off, you know, off off into the sphere, off the top rope was super cool. Uh, the finish was really good with Big Show on the edge and the AA. Uh, I mean, I like this match a lot, and that and it had a lot to live up to going right after Sean Taker, and I feel like they kept me alive, you know. So like that's you know it's three and a half stars, almost four stars there. Um, you know, I'd say a B plus, you know, if I was doing it the KG cast way, but mm. yes, you know, what, what's your letter grade on this guy? Man, my letter grade was a C plus, And I'll tell you why, you know, watching it now was kind of like the same as watching it there. It's not much different, you know, um, uh, in a way it's not much different. I, I mean, Oh, just something about following that Sean undertaker match. It, it's going to be hard to do. Um, but I agree with you. This th- it probably would have been better to have this as the main event than the Triple H and Randy Orton match because after a big match, a really exciting, awesome match like Sean versus Taker, you want a cool down. Yeah. And this definitely wasn't a cool down. That's why. I mean, I give it a C plus. A C plus is good. I like it. Um. And I didn't think the same about the match after. Um. I like the Andre spot. You know, they did a uh, big show, did the, did the Andre spot where he gets his arms held up in the ropes. That's a, yeah. a thing that Andre really liked to do, especially later on in his career. It was an easy spot for him to do, and it made sense because they're giants. And I just didn't see that a lot from Big Show. Big Show never really – Big Show's so much different than Andre. He's, oh, he's so the same. Yeah. He's the same in a lot of ways, as in he's, really, he's a giant, and he's huge. He's – pretty much almost as big almost as big as andre so obviously they have similarities but he's so much different at, and he was doing drop kicks and um a lot of people don't know andre if you go back and watch andre in like uh the late 70s early 80s i mean andre was really agile as well except andre didn't you know get get fixed in the uh, sense i don't that's probably not a good way to say it is he didn't get surgery to to help him as uh and I think Big Show probably had some a, a different case of being a giant than Andre did, but Big Show got surgeries done. But Big Show was able to be a lot more agile for a lot longer of time. I mean, Big Show's still pretty agile, but it was it was cool to see him do that. And um, I know that's what it was for, without even knowing. I mean, I've never heard or read it that that's what that was for, but pretty sure that was an homage to the Andre spot. I took it as that, and I liked it. Um, it was also weird that I didn't realize the crowd had already turned for John Cena this early, or I say early in John Cena's career, but this was so long ago, and the crowd was already acting like that. Like, they were already hating on John Cena. Then John Cena wins, but John Cena was great, man. It's like, you watch John Cena? He, he's, he's John Cena for a reason, and the kids love him. He's fantastic. He did a great double... Uh, Fu, whatever you call it, whatever he changed it, attitude adjustment. He did a, a boy picked both of them up. That was a cool spot. That got people excited. Um, but I only gave it a C plus. 
I don't know if it's just coming down after the Sean match. That's obviously going to hurt you no matter who you are. Um, C plus. And then you go right into Triple H, Randy Orton. Um, and I'll just take it from here with the Triple H and Randy Orton on my thoughts on it. So I believe that nobody gave a shit about Triple H versus Randy Orton. At this time, I agree. After everything that had happened, the crowd had, and this is even, even though it's a lot, there's a lot less matches than the pay-per-views now. This was a lot for people, and I remember being there. And I hate to keep being, yeah, I was there, whatever. I was there, and it was, I was ready to go. I was done. I don't even think I was even. I think I was looking at my my phone, my iPhone. Uh, Two at the time. I don't know what it was. Uh, I was done for. Um, it really did feel like you said. I felt I had this feeling of like, is this Triple H just kind of putting himself there, getting getting the the rub because he's he is who he is. Um, after everything in that night, you get Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus Randy Orton. It was just very like, what is? Who thought? I don't know. I, it didn't make no, sense I agree. to me. I Times agree. are different. The, I know there was a storyline going on. It seemed like in the promo that some that people were caring about the story. And then the other thought that I had was, is I know that Sean and Undertaker, especially whenever you think about building the, the WrestleMania match, you got to have matches that don't need titles. Yeah. Because given a match a title is easy that all, all of a sudden a match means something you give a match a title even if they you only had a, a couple weeks to build up to it it's all of a sudden got something sean and taker did not need a title but it's almost all. it was almost like you should have just given that match the world heavyweight or the wwe title to be at the end because you elevate making, the title yeah you're elevating yeah. the title um, Sean and Taker both deserved that last title run. I was no, thinking I that too. Like Taker, I would have loved for what Taker getting the title one last time. That would have yeah. been fantastic. Yeah, I mean that, um, that is one thing. You know, another little homage to our friend Bruce. Uh, but sometimes he says that you know, well, they didn't need a title. It's like, yeah, man. Right. But like at the same time, wouldn't it be smart? You always say like, you know, the guy makes the title. Wouldn't it be better to, I mean, because if you look at, like, every time he says, like, oh, they didn't need the title, it's like, well, look at who had the title at the time. Like, dude, it, you could have helped the title. It would have made right. the title look better. Like, right. I, I don't know. But, yeah, I, keep, it, keep going. But, but and, you know, and then he's right in a way that there, if there's any match that doesn't need the title, it's Sean and Undertaker. But if you're looking at the way they laid out this pay-per-view, that's like putting, that's like doing Sean and Brett in the middle of the match and then saying, Okay, go have uh, you know, Triple H versus Ultimate Warrior go out and follow that, and then um, we'll also have you know whatever else was at WrestleMania 12. It was like, I don't know. It feels like man, and in their careers, Sean and, and Taker both really didn't have titles after that. I think title, uh, I think Taker might have had one more title after this, but I don't know. It could have been a good spot. I don't think Taker did actually. Now I think about it. Um, if I'm wrong, I don't care. Um, <laughs> but it would have been cool just for either Sean to win and be the champ one more time or Taker because they definitely were the top guys in their sport. I mean, if you really think about it, if we're bringing it back down to, you know, it, it trying to be kayfabe, Sean and Taker, they're the two baddest dudes out there right now. They're the ones killing it. They should have had that title match. But I under I also understand 
they didn't need the title, but also if Triple H and Orton were way further in the show, the match would have probably been received way better. And you got everybody ready for the last match would have been Sean and Taker. I don't know. Watching the whole pay-per-view again, I've kind of always felt that, and I felt that here. Um, Triple H also just proved to me that I'm just I'm not a fan. I love him because he's in the click, but his creativity and him putting out matches, and I know he has help from agents, but you know, so maybe it wasn't his creativity, but it was the same match. It was the same match as WrestleMania 35 versus Batista. He literally just did that. He and, I, and I've watched it recently. Triple H has a match. He didn't do it back in the day in the 90s, but this whole era of the game Triple H, he has a match. He takes it to the outside of the ring. They, gave, they go and do announcer table spots. Sometimes he blows a quad. Sometimes he doesn't. They do all that. They use weapons. He uses a sledgehammer, and it's all this out of the ring stuff. There's like it's very slow and methodical and boring. It was just it was, and it this just proved it. Like Triple H is not that great, and I hate to say that he's there because of the Stephanie reason, but I feel like there was no reason this match should have been there. It was a D. Almost an F. It was a D. And then Triple H also won, which didn't even put Orton over. And he's some veteran that shouldn't even been there. I don't know. The storyline made sense for Hunter to win, but ah, I I'll quit talking. You go. I'm getting angry. I'm getting angry. Man, I feel completely opposite, honestly. Uh, I felt like, I, I, I mean, Hunter to me is one of the greatest of all time. I mean, one of the greatest of all time. Uh, he's a fantastic wrestler. Uh, I mean, the match... Are you trying to get hired? No, but I think it's a good match, and I think that he's great. I think he's great. All right, here's my thing. Randy Orton carries a lot of matches as a wrestler because he's a really good wrestler. But Randy Orton, his entire career, he has been carried through storylines, always. If if he doesn't have someone better than him in the storyline, then he's not... He's... Like if it's him, if he's the star and he's like trying to bring somebody up, those storylines never work. They never work because he has to be carried through storylines. He's just not a believable actor. Like he's a good wrestler for sure. Now Hunter, like to me, he's good in storylines. He's great in the ring. Of course, there's guys he doesn't have chemistry with, and I think it's because like even though Orton's playing a heel here and he had legacy and everything, like it's just not. I don't know. It's just there's something about him in the storyline that just makes me cringe. Like, I just don't – I don't like Orton as a personality. I, I, I like a lot of the matches that he's in. I like a lot of – you know, I like his work. I, again, like the actual match, like the mechanics of this match, it was good. It was a good match. Um, you know, I like Hunter a lot. I, I like a lot of storylines. I mean, I love those that DX time. I love, you know, the, the original time, not the 2009 time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I loved I loved a lot of like the game stuff like in the early days from like 2000 to like 2002, 2003. I mean that comeback match with Sean at SummerSlam, come on man, that's a oh, five star match to me. Great. That's two two of my three five star matches by the way are HBK mm. involved. So don't mm. get me wrong, I want people to think I'm pooping on HBK with this Undertaker thing, but you know. Right, right, yeah, you're gonna get some. Hate. But moving on, man. I mean, so overall then. How do we feel about what was your overall grade for um, WrestleMania 25? My overall grade is that if uh, this 
like podcast gets like really famous and we get like a whole bunch of million views and Triple H uh, for some reason hears this. Triple H, I was just joking. I love you. I think you're the greatest of all time and um, I would do anything for you and I'll carry your bags in every day. Anyway, um, <laughs> after that, what man? So what's the question? Uh, what did I think overall? Yeah, for this show. It got it got one F with the Divas match. It, it got man, it got a couple A's, got a B, it got some C's. It was definitely a great WrestleMania. I'll put it up there. I don't know if it's in like the top five, top ten, top fifteen. Um, you know, we'll have that's a that's a hard thing to to rank it, but I think it was good. I think it was great. I'm re- I don't know. We'll have to go over WrestleMania 35 here right now, but right now I'm thinking it's going to be hard to beat WrestleMania 25. Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. Shawn Michaels wasn't on. Wait, Shawn Michaels isn't even on 35. WrestleMania 25 wins. Boom, done. Show's <laughs> over. Show's over. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I really enjoyed this this WrestleMania. Uh, I mean, it's a close call for me. Uh, I ended up giving WrestleMania 25 uh, three stars total. Uh, there were a couple kind of iffy matches in there that kind of dragged the total down, the average down. So, uh, but yeah, man, let's just go ahead. We got, you know, this is the show where we compare our nostalgia shows. So we just wrapped up the 10 year anniversary, which was WrestleMania 25. We're jumping current day, the current product, what you just saw, WrestleMania 35, the opening match, Mm -hmm. surprise, universal title, Brock Lesnar versus my guy, the architect, Seth Rollins. Dude, my guy is champ again. Dude, I loved mm. it. I loved it. Exactly the way it should have been. Uh, a bit, a, a little too short again. Uh, but, you know, Rollins getting the title and being dirty, no problem with that. Um, now maybe it'll mean something again. But honestly, I feel like they're going to start melding the the brands back together. I think it's all going back to one title. Maybe. Uh, the women's title, and the, especially with the women's tag titles. I think the SmackDown and Raw you know, I feel like within the next few pay-per-views, we're all going to get back to one brand again. I hope so, because um, I hate the name of the Universal title. So I, I hope they just I make it the WWE title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but and that's a good, and honestly, that's a good question for fans. Like, who wins that? Like, honestly, Rollins or Kofi? Like, where do you go with that? Where do you honestly go, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I, I like that possibility. But yeah, man, I gave this match three and a half stars. I really dug it. Um, it was short and sweet. You know, Lesnar did a great job putting the guy over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He really did. And you got to take your hat off to him, even if I don't like the guy. Um, so, yeah, yeah man, what do you think about the universal title match? Man, okay. So, you know, I, I, I liked the whole Paul Heyman coming. I, I like – and here's a cool thing that they're doing now in the WWE. They're trying to – it looks like they're trying to make that – the opening match mean something, that you're not just the the – curtain jerker that you're just like the opening match WrestleMania is actually an important match. And it's what starts the show. It's what kicks off the show. I think they've always tried to, to make it mean something, but to have the universal title match, I kind of liked it. I know there was a bunch of people, you know, online saying they didn't like that. The match was right here, but I think they formatted the show. I think there's, I think WWE is at a place now that they know what they're doing. They're formatting these shows the best way they can. You have the women. If you have the women's title match at the end, this match had to go somewhere. You're not going to have this match and the women's title match. They did it perfect. 
I like the spot I was in. I like how Paul Heyman did a UFC reference. I love when they in, incorporate that. That always feels like dirty or bad. It's like, ooh, you wasn't supposed to say that type thing. And that's always fun to watch. Um, and it was a good physical match. And I think everybody, you know, who has said uh, a lot of people have said some stuff about Lesnar lately, the last couple of years, but he deserves a lot of respect. The amount of selling he did for Seth Rollins, who is a lot smaller than him, you know, Lesnar understands the business and he proved it there. He dropped the title on a main show. He was the first match out and he looked like he had no problem dropping the title to a smaller guy and he sold for him where I've seen him not sell for, Recently, I mean, I've seen him in a, uh, the last few years, you know, against John Cena, just not selling and beating the shit out of him, uh, Randy Orton. And then he has this match and he looks, you know, they did it in a cool, creative way to make it make sense. And it made sense that Rollins would win. It was great. I gave it a B. Great way to start off the show. Great way to start off the show. Yeah, man. I mean, again, you know, it's kind of a spoiler here, but I, I really enjoyed this match. Uh, the next one here on this on this card too, Orton versus Styles. I mean, I enjoyed the match, and, and honestly, like you know, because I obviously watched 25 right before this one, about a few uh, you know th- three or four days before, and I already had those thoughts in my head about Orton, about how you know his in ring work. Like, what was it? What was it about Orton that I didn't like? Because it, it has been bothering me for a while, and it's like I enjoy his matches in ring. Like, he's a good wrestler, uh, you know. And like when he's in there with you know, and then I think back of like big you know storylines. The Edge storylines with with Orton were good. I enjoyed those a lot because Edge kind of carried the story part of it. You know what I mean? And then when I started thinking about it, like, you know, the, the, the legend killer thing, he had literally all these legends mm. cutting great promos about him. And he was, you know, that was to me, the legend killer days, that was the height of his career to me. That, that was, was great. As far as my interest in him. And it's because the stories were carried by legends and he just had mm. to be the douchey heel. And that's kind of who he's, still today it's even when he becomes a baby face it's just because of the writing he doesn't change how he talks he doesn't change how he wrestles he doesn't change anything about his look he hasn't at all in his entire career which is so boring um yeah but yeah i mean like 15 years with the same gimmick is just is orton is just too dry to me Uh, i mean styles you know to me i gave this match two stars because it was a good in-ring match but there was no emotional investment so, like, I mean, AJ Styles is great. The match was great, but I was just – it was like watching someone train almost. I just had no interest in watching a Randy Orton story. That's all. Wow. I gave it a B plus. Man, I thought it was a great match. I think AJ proved once again that he is the best wrestler going today. He did a 450 splash, which was amazing that he could still do. They did this huge superplex off the top ropes. And they did something that, you know, maybe the story of AJ versus Randy isn't the greatest, most compelling story going in. But there's something about professional wrestling that I love. Like if you really love the Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Iron Man match. Yeah, they had a story. You can have a story going in, but telling a story in the ring and and, and everything you do in the ring and if you're able to tell a story like that while you're inside the ring, even if there's not really that much 
bring in the fans to watch this match and you can then turn the fans to holy crap this is a great match i think they did that i think nxt could learn a lot even the main events of nxt that people are loving they're feeding into each other they're showing somebody i mean it's like they're bringing their arm out ready for that hip toss they're like you know you got to go and get that hip toss you got to go and get that clothesline don't give yourself to somebody for a clothesline because you know that they're about to do the clothesline run in you don't know the clothesline's coming you get hit by a clothesline and then you sell it it's like they did that. They nothing looked like they were getting fed. You saw two veteran. I mean, Randy Orton, veteran. I mean, AJ obviously is AJ Styles. I mean, they yeah. both looked. They oh were yeah, both, no debating that. Right, right. Um, they they he did a good snug, phenomenal form. That was another thing. It's WrestleMania. They were getting their shots in. They were snug. Everything was like you you could see there. Like if you thought maybe Randy Orton wasn't deserving you're like okay randy orton is a veteran at this point and he knows what he's doing he doesn't have to i mean everything looked real everything looked like it was a it was a it was a match it was a wrestling match it wasn't some feeding frenzy of uh, you go do this move to me then i'm gonna sell it it was like it, it looked good and people need to learn from that i think uh the age i think the nxc kids should watch this match and learn from it because i, I gave it a b plus i could almost give it an a i mean i just loved it i thought it was a great wrestlemania match it got me excited i was loving it i watched it good in in ring work and i like the in ring stuff i don't like going out using weapons it was really good and then next up you had the usos versus Cesaro and Sheamus versus Shinsuke and Nakamura and Rusev Crush versus Ricochet and Aleister Black. What did you think about this huge tag team match? Man, I really liked the match. Um, I thought there was some really good work in there. Uh, I thought there were some really cool spots. But at the end of it, and I, you know, we watched, you know, spoiler alert here. If you follow us on Twitter, you would know. Uh, we Don't watched tell the show us. together. Don't tell. Um, so do follow us at kfabe.com, um, and you know maybe we'll do another live stream for another big pay per view. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, I liked the match a lot, but at the end of it, I was like, you know, I don't think I would ever just go back to rewatch this match. You know what I mean? Like, this match was a good match, but it wasn't. You know, I don't think it's going to be talked about even two or three months from now. So you know, I gave it two and a half stars. Good match. I'm not knocking it. Uh, but nothing super memorable. What yeah. did you feel about it? Yeah, same thing, man. Usos won. Um, you know, they're deserving for it. Everybody in the match was deserving for it. It was uh, it, it was good. Um, you know, they didn't make you think this should be on the pre-show, which a big, you know, bunch of wrestler matches sometimes in this day and age, sometimes you're like, that should be on the pre-show. Um, wasn't that. It deserved to be where I was at. It was in a good sure. spot. Yeah. Yeah. I gave it a D. I gave it a D. I mean, they passed, and they passed at least, you know. Um, and it set up. It was in a good spot to set up for the Miz versus Shane. And um, you know, I think this was the best Shane has ever looked. Shane, you know, has just getting better and better. Has gotten better and better. Um, never would have thought he'd still be wrestling as a that's what he is now you know he came back you know at one point shane left and went and worked for like something in china or something i don't even know what he's yeah. doing some tv cable company i don't even know what he was doing it was like he a netflix but it was yeah. for the chinese market for, yeah. so for chinese china um 
so it's just so crazy that, you know, we finally got Shane back and everybody loves having Shane back. And now he's doing something cool just to round out his in ring. You know, he's kind of just, this is like a swan song. Shane's coming back. He's an in ring. He's got to be wrapping it up. Right. He's I'd definitely, say like next Mania will probably be his last match. He'll probably, right. probably be a big deal, yeah. Right, right. He's doing a heel run now, which, you know, he's done. He was heel in the past a long time ago, you know, but since he's been back, he hasn't been heel. So he's get to ha- he get he's having his little last heel run. I'm sure he'll turn babyface again for the end. Um, But I think this is best he ever looked. He's learning. He's getting better and better with his in-ring work. He doesn't have as much um under his belt as a lot of these guys you know shane's been doing this for a long time but he's not always in the ring like everybody yeah, he took else. a long break yeah right he took a long break and even whenever he was here it's not like he's going house shows and wrestling and training right. and doing all this he's a he really i mean to his credit he's just a natural he kind of just not really i know he trained but he just kind of was that good oh and yeah he's good he's a good wrestler at, at, at this age he's still getting better so that's yeah. really good um, I thought the match was a little too long. They they took some good bumps. It was a good it was a good match. Um, you know the big bump off the uh, off the scaffold was cool. And then you know even though Shane gave him the superplex off the scaffold, whenever you do that move, Shane ends up being on top. Shane wins, but that doesn't take away from Babyface Miz. They did a good little thing there. They're telling a great story outside of the ring, and they're telling a good story inside of the ring. I gave it a B. Dude, you- nice. Yeah, I mean, I I ended up giving it a pretty much a B. Yeah, I gave it I gave it three stars, and that was a B. I mean, the brawling through the crowd was great. Uh, I think Miz, for the first time in his career, is really pulling off a babyface run, uh, and it kind of suits him. Like. Uh, you know, kind of going back to the Hall of Fame stuff. I don't know if you watched the Hall of Fame, but there was a couple moments mm-hmm. where the crowd, you know, between in, you know, between inductees, they were panning to a baby face and then panning to a heel, and it was boo and yay and boo and yay and like the Miz and Maurice were like nailing, nailing it as baby faces. Awesome. Um, awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I mean. I thought that I mean the huge bump off the off the scaffold was a little cheap. It felt a little too gimmicky, uh, to, a little too stunt-ish. Um, but you know, I mean, overall, it was, it was a good match. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was exactly. I, I didn't yeah. feel like I didn't feel gypped by it or anything. Yeah. Uh, it's just like obviously a structure built for right. Bump, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. so it's like that's the only thing. It's like it could have been. It could have done something a little bit more off the set that would have been a little bit cool. You know what I mean? Like it could have been the same exact effect, but the fact that it was like a standalone like scaffold just for their bump was a little weird. It wasn't uh, like a shocking, this like, Oh God, what? No. It was right, like, oh, okay. Right, I see. Okay, right, cool. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of shocking that they went with a superplex. That's it's a little dangerous to do that. So that was, it, it wasn't like they just did like a, you know, a choke slam. You know, it was like a superplex is, that was kind of risky. So that yeah, was, no, no, you know, that, sure. it was, they yeah. definitely put risk into it. So that was, yeah. cool. but it, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. It was kind of like, all right, whatever. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and just jumping right back into the next match, uh, we had the women's tag team titles on the line, uh, boss hug versus divas of destruction versus the wide Samoans versus the iconics. <laughs> um, <laughs> I still feel like the Iconics, uh, you know, I've been saying this for a long time, and it was like a lot of satisfaction having 
uh, the Iconics finally go over because I feel like they've always been a team, even from the NXT days. So when I even heard about the idea of them bringing in a women's tag team title, I thought they would be perfect for it. They would help elevate. They would help even establish that kind of division because that's what they do. Um, and man, like it was a pretty good match. Like, I mean, really good match. So, I mean, even the coordinated spots, uh, you know, we, we, we talk about this all the time, how some, some of the women's spots feel like almost like gymnastics, like a little too choreographed. Um, but I mean, I felt like this match, everything was smooth. Um, I mean, I, I really enjoyed this one, man. I ended up giving it three stars as well. Um, I love that the Iconics went over. I'm a big fan of that team. Um, you know what? What did you What did you think about this women's tag tag match? Yeah, you know, I th- I thought it was good, and I I thought it was a lot smoother than some stuff I, I've seen. Um, you know, one of the things I wrote that I really liked was Bailey's elbow. You know, Bailey Bailey throws a good elbow off the top ropes like that Randy Orton style elbow. Um, I really liked it. Um, Sasha with the frog splash. Um, that was amazing. I really liked her frog splash. I, I'm, I'm glad it was on the main show and not, not on the pre-show. That made me, that made me happy because I think it deserved it. Um, you know, it was actually one of my favorite matches of the night, which was, which was surprising. And I know a lot of people are hating on the Iconics. I keep seeing that. I don't know why, but if you actually look into it, the Iconics have loved wrestling their whole lives. They're, they're big fans. So that was cool. Um, all around, I liked it. I liked that the Iconics won. Um, you know, you have Samoans in there that are actually fat. So that works um, for me because if you're Samoan, you have to be fat. So that was cool. Um, other than that, I gave it a B. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. And then it set it up for one of the key moments of the night. Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan. What did you think? What is happening? Kofi Bro, Kingston, Daniel dude. Bryan. Kofi Mania. Uh, and again, if you follow us on Twitter, which you should, at kfabecom, K-A-Y-F-A-B-E-C-O-M. Be sure to follow us there, man. We actually did a live stream of our reactions during the match. Uh, and that's something we will continue to do for the big, uh, you know, the big four, big five pay-per-views. Um, so, yeah, be sure to follow us there. And let us know what you're thinking about these shows thus far. And also kind of give us some input on what we should do, you know, in the future. But, man, this match was just... It was everything we wanted it to be. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, I gave this match four and a half stars. I mean, it was, uh, you know, we were there together. You know, we had, you know, some of our followers hanging out. And it was really fun, man. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I don't even know what else to say. I mean, to me, to me, this match will be a WrestleMania classic match that people talk about for a few years to come. Uh, you know, Kofi Mania was running wild, man, and he went over, and it was beautiful. Uh, post-match was great. His sons are performers, man. Like, mm-hmm. his, like you know what I mean? His oldest son, like, again, at the Hall of Fame, they did the same thing that they did with Miz and Shane with them, and his son was just, like, mean mugging Daniel the whole time. It was just perfect, like, it was perfect, man. And Kofi just pulls it off. I love that they kept New Day together, honestly. I love that they're just like a supportive team together. That's like the – I mean, I think it's original. I think what what is happening right now is fresh to me, and that's why I like it so much. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people can compare in-ring work all they want, but to me this is like – dude, this is a babyface happy WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Like the 
the fan favorites won, dude. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like the crowd is finally being listened to for the first time ever, like in a long time. And honestly, I want to say this is the first WrestleMania ever where the majority of the baby faces went over. You know what I mean? Like this was amazing to me, man. Four and a half, four and a half stars. What do you think? Yeah, man. I, I didn't even write that. I didn't write that many notes. I couldn't write that many notes. It was unbelievable. It was amazing. You know, uh, Kofi with his pectoral muscle or his lack yeah. of. Oh wait, or or what? Is, hold on. Pec pec pectoral pec pec pectoral 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 pectoral. There we go. Um, man, no, honestly, I just wrote amazing. I mean, it was. Like you said, by the end of this show, you know, not all the baby faces won, but they definitely were just the fact that they even put Kofi here and they're doing something, you know, they weren't doing this a couple years ago. They were just pushing people that we didn't want and it was just boring. This was a good WrestleMania. I mean, they definitely need to keep doing what they're doing. I wrote amazing. I gave it an A plus rating just because of the story. Just because of the the match was great, the finish was great because of who won and Kofi actually went over and I didn't honestly think that that was gonna happen and you know it's so rare in wrestling today we become jaded to just get excited and I teared up seeing his his kids in the ring after the match it was just I gave it an A plus it was one of those moments that you don't get often. And we won't get often because it's a rare thing. But when it does happen, it's awesome. And that's why we all love wrestling is Kofi Kingston won the WWE title at WrestleMania. It's amazing. It was great. And I uh, I, I can't say anything more. Um, Going right into the next thing was Ray versus Samoa Joe. And, you know, it really seemed like. They, they just – or obviously, they cut the match. So I, I don't really have a, a rating. They cut the match. I think yeah. Ray was hurt going into the match, so we can just kind of skip over that if you're okay yeah. with it. No, yeah, um, and I, f- I feel like – I mean, just to touch on it briefly, I feel like they, you know, they could have cut some time in the match following this because I felt like it could have been a couple of minutes shorter. Uh, uh, but, yeah, we can just go, go right on to uh, – you know, again, you know, it was nice to see, you know, Ray do his thing and everything, but, you know – at the same right. time being, you know, just ending the way it did, just it kind of, it was a bummer. And it was yeah. just so fast. And like, what do you do with the story at that point? And now, especially that Ray is going to be full time. But anyway, yeah, moving on to, to match A, we had Reigns versus McIntyre. And man, this is what the IC title match should be to me. Uh, you know, I know that, you know, it was later on in the show, but like, to me, this should have been the spot where the IC title was, was there, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and, and it felt, it, it served its purpose, man. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't again anything to write home about, but it helped establish a, a guy coming back at a WrestleMania spot. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, one of those memorable WrestleManias. You know, he's he's had he's already had those. Uh, and, and honestly, I think Drew McIntyre really served his purpose here too. I think he kind of showed that he can be on that you know top tier level with those guys. Um, I think it's a good little kickstart for both of these guys for the new year because that's kind of the way it, it that's what it felt like to me. This th- instead of like ending a storyline, this kind of felt like the kickoff to a new year for both of them because now they can both go on to to, to uh, you know bigger things. Even you know regardless of who went over, like they both have you know a, a good value from this match. I gave it a B minus to a B. Uh, I thought it was uh, you know three and a half 
three to three and a half stars. Um, yeah, what did you think about Reigns and McIntyre, man? Yeah, you know, I was a little surprised. Uh, you know, I thought it was a good little match. Um, it was there on the card for a reason. It was a good spot for it. Um, you know, clean finish. Roman wins. Roman deserved it. Um, you know, there's this whole, you know, it's the completion of the story of him. You know, unfortunately, he really was sick, and then he came back, and it's all, you know. I gave it a C plus. It was, it was good. Um, like you said, it would have been cool for this one to have the IC title, and that would have made it mean a little more. There you go. The title will make it mean more sometimes. Um, I don't know. It just, it was a C plus. It was, it was, it wasn't the greatest match I've ever seen, but it was good and got a C plus, and it, it, there we go. And it, and it, from there we had some weird, um. What's his name? Elias thing, but we got the ama- I'm just gonna add this in here because it wasn't a match, but we got to see old school John Cena come out, word life John Cena, and I have that in my notes as that was amazing, and I loved seeing John Cena that way. I don't think anybody was booing John Cena when he came out like that. Not at there all. There was there was no John Cena sucks. I was hyped, dude. I was hyped. Yeah, especially with the Babe Ruth, like every how they wound it up with the Babe oh, Ruth yeah. clip oh, and like yeah. in New oh, York, yeah. and then you know John Cena comes out with, as like the Doctor of Thugonomics, man. Like it was that the promo he cut was good. It was a nice spot. I was really hoping. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and give a uh, you know we'll get there very very shortly. So I'm gonna go ahead and give a little spoiler here. I was really hoping, and the rumors were rampant that it was gonna be Corbin comes out, Angle gives an angle slam, pins him. And, you know, it was like, oh, thank you for giving me my last match. And then, boom, John Cena's music hits. You have, you know, a big John Cena moment. And he's like, you know, you were my first, you know, match in the main roster. And I'm going to be your last match tonight or whatever. And, like, they give me at least, you know, seven, eight minutes. You know, not a long match, but, you know, something where they can both trade off and have a nice little shine. Uh, And, you know, John Cena goes over. It would make sense. It'd be smooth. John Cena put him out. Corbin got his rub. He still had his WrestleMania match. That would have been the best way to book that to me. But you know what? Having this thing here with Elias, I'm fine with that too. I really hope I. They probably won't, because I know John Cena's a big movie star now. He's the Rock Part Two. But I would really like to see a John Cena Thugonomics and Elias like feud, and just kind of keep the gimmick for just like maybe one pay per view, like a short little run. I would love that. Uh, but yeah, man. I mean. Back on, you know, just going straight into the next match, we have Batista versus Triple H. Probably Triple H's weakest entrance in WrestleMania in the past 10 years. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't like that at all. This match was way too long, especially after cutting Joe and Ray so short. Again, mm. another another reason to kind of dig at Triple H. Uh, but yeah, I mean, both guys have seen better days. Uh, I mean, it wasn't god-awful. I gave it a C-minus, like a D-plus C-minus. So it was a little bit better than passing, but not much more. I think Triple H should really just have one more match, and I think it should be an, against an NXT guy, and he should put a guy like Adam Cole over, or maybe Gargano, whoever, next man- Mania, you know, bring somebody up and put him over and end his career. That would be amazing. Um, what do you think about Batista Triple H, man? Thought nobody nobody cares about Triple H anymore. I hate to just dog on Triple H. Was like, he's got this whole thing about having this entrance at WrestleMania. Nobody cares. Nobody nobody cares. Nobody cares about him as a wrestler. I feel nobody like people cares. Do, do care about him as a character. Yeah. On TV. 
still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still love him as, as, as NXT general manager. But yeah, I feel like, you I'm know. I'm talking about him having yeah. a WrestleMania entrance. Nobody's going there being like, I feel like they really believe like, oh, we got to give Triple H a really cool entrance because that's what he has one every year. If you just stopped having Triple H entrances and you just came out normal, nobody would probably even say anything. It's like. Nobody's coming to WrestleMania for that. This was a long, dumb, stupid match. It was the same thing as 50 other Triple H matches. What do they do? They brought it right to the outside of the ring. What else? They all of a sudden are all about the commentary tables and breaking the table. And it was just. And then there was the dumbest nose ring spot where he's like ripping out his nose ring like that's supposed to pop us. It was a bad match all around. It was a bad match if I've ever seen a bad How match. How do you do that without blood, man? Like, like, okay, so I understand what they did. They did that he covered his hand, and he just literally took his nose ring out. I get that. But, like, how do you? How do you pull that off with no blood? Just, like, even just put some I, fake blood on there. Like, it just I mean, made it, it. We didn't need that though. That wasn't even like why even. No, do I it? agree. It was a stupid spot. Like, what the hell spot. are y'all doing that for? Just making they this need, match worse. If Pat Patterson would have been the agent on this match. It would have been ten times better. It would have been banana. Um, the crowd would have gone banana. Um. Yeah. It was. I gave it an F. I gave it an F, the same grade I gave the Divas match. I could have done without this match. You cut Ray versus Samoa, Joe. Um, it was it was an F. It was bad. It was worse than bad. It was get out of here. Why is that here? I was it, and it was so long. It's like they just wasted time. It was like Triple H wanted his time at WrestleMania. I didn't like it. Not a fan of it. Um, let's move on. What's next? Man, next up we had. The match that I lost twenty dollars on. Yeah. Corbin versus Angle. We, all right, so yeah, we I got bet. Some, yeah, um, yeah. We talked no, about this. this. All right, guy, you know what, Cass? You know what, guy, why don't you just lead off? You lead off, Cass. This this guy, I don't know if he watched. I don't know how they did it in WCW or oh. ECW, but over in the World Wrestling Federation or the World Wrestling Entertainment, whatever it is now. Whenever you lose, whenever you have your last match, you always, always, always go back, go out on your back. It's a time-honored tradition. You go out on your back. Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, everybody, Hogan, uh, everybody. When you're going out, you go out on your back. Daniel thought that Kurt Angle was gonna just beat all the odds, and for some reason break a tradition and beat to, Corbin. To my defense, it was a babyface WrestleMania. Up until that point, most of the babyfaces had gone over. The only one that hadn't was Ray at that point. And I he felt the drunk. vibe of it all I was not drunk. I was not drunk at that point in my life. You you should have been. That would help your your that would help your argument that you thought that Kurt Angle was actually gonna win his last you don't win your last match. You just don't do it. So I knew very confidently, and I won $20. So now I'm $20 richer. I don't know what I'm going to do with that $20. That's a lot of money to me. I don't know. I could go buy um, – I, I don't know. I could go buy a bunch of things, but I'll let you guys know what I end up buying. But I am After now $20 richer. You need to buy some deodorant, man. Buy some deodorant. Wow. Wow. Dude said I'm stinky. Man, I think I, I think I smell pretty good. Don't be putting just fake stuff out there. Could be lush. putting fake It's like when Fifth Valor goes to the demon. That's you, the stinky lush. Mm. <laughs> I smell great. 
I'll Instead have you. Instead of the cagey cast, you become the stinky list. Uh, see, that's what happens whenever you know that. See, that's, that's deflecting. Your, that's your true heel persona. That's, that's what that is. That's deflecting because he feels bad that he thought he knew that Corbin was going to win, and it didn't happen. And and Corbin won, just like it's always supposed to happen. You go out on your back, and that's why I gave this match a C because it was a good last match for Angle. He went out on his back to his, a young guy. I don't really like the young guy that he went out on, but hey, he did it. They actually didn't have that bad of a match. Uh, it they, was terrible. It was a terrible match. I don't think it was that bad. Um, and I gave it a C. Crowd was super dead. Crowd was super dead. They were done at this point. It just should have been a squash. But yeah, man, moving right on, we had uh, Balor versus Lashley uh, doing the weird demon thing now. Like, uh, first of all, the demon thing was never cool to me. Like, I always just feel like he should just be one thing. It's really dumb to go back and forth. I don't like that at all. Either be a demon or be Finn Balor or whatever you want to be. But don't just, oh, I'm real mad at this one, but not so mad when I'm in the Universal title match. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, anyway, I mean, I gave this match half a star. Like, because the guys were trying. But, it, I, I mean, the crowd was dead at this point. Everyone just wanted this. Like, everyone expected after the Corbin Angle match to see the main event and completely forgotten about this match. I had. Cass had. We all had. Um, I mean, if you're a, a huge Balor Mark, which there are a, a plenty of those out there, you know, he's a great wrestler. I'm not knocking him, but what they're doing with him is trash. Like, his, the writing for him is really bad these days, man. And it's really bad for Lashley, too. And this match sucks. I mean, Lashley is not good e- either. He just wasn't a good opponent for Balor. He could be good in different setting, but I, I hated this, man. What do you think about Balor versus Lashley? Yeah, it didn't make any sense being this far into the night. Second to last match. I, I don't, I didn't get it. Um, it's not. It was not like a bad match, but it wasn't good. And and then it it was like so just not special. The crowd's already dead, and they should have known the crowd was already going to be dead. And I guess they thought in their minds that Bobby Lashley and Finn Balor were going to be able to to do something. I, I don't know, but I gave it a D. It wasn't. It wasn't great. wasn't great. I don't. It it sucks for them because it's like they shouldn't have even been in that spot kind of sucks for for them to be put in this spot to be the second to last spot and the fans are dead they've been dead for the past four matches it's like everybody's ready to go home but they're excited to see what happens in the main event because everybody was excited for ronda rousey versus charlotte flair versus becky lynch and the first ever women's title main event match both smackdown and raw women's title is on the line ronda rousey raw champion charlotte flair smackdown champion you know going into this match i thought becky has to win becky has to win and if you you know i I thought there was a good chance because of how this pay-per-view was being laid out but i also know the wwe that they are very good at not doing what I want or what the babyface fans want. And it was to my surprise that Becky Lynch, just like Kofi Kingston, just like all these other matches, won. 
and it was a great triple threat match. It's hard to do a triple threat match. Um, wrestlers talk about it all the time. I think they did a good job. I think Ronda Rousey impressed me even more. She's just getting better and better. I think Charlotte's one of the greatest women wrestlers of all time. So is Becky, and it was great, and I gave it an A, and it was a perfect way to end it. What'd you think? Man, I mean, we were there together, and we also streamed this match live on Twitter. We had a lot of comments there, too. Thank you guys for for hanging out with us on Twitter. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Man, we're having a great time doing this. And honestly, that was, you know, having that moment, like, you know, watching a WrestleMania with my friend and, you know, like, interacting with other wrestling fans like it was a it was a surge man i mean it was it was a great moment it was you know the finish was a little wonky i mean it's i feel like you know now we've heard that ronda rousey broke her hand and they just decided to cut it for liability reasons uh but she was clearly pissed at the end i mean i feel like that match should have gone another 10 or 15 minutes like a solid almost you know half of another match um i mean but it was great man i mean it was a really good match i gave it you know four stars uh, you know, three and three, three and three quarters, you know, four stars. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I really loved this mania. I loved WrestleMania 25 too, though. I mean, like I gave this, this one like two and three quarter stars. And I'm pretty sure I gave WrestleMania 25 three stars. Like that's, I mean, for an overall average, judging by how many matches they have. And if you have like one or two duds in there, it really brings the average down. So like, it's probably not even fair to say that. If I'm just like overall looking at shows as a whole, I would say, man, WrestleMania 25 was a solid three and a half, maybe four star show. WrestleMania 35 was a solid three to three and a half star show. But, you know, to me, 25 just barely edges out, you know, that, you know, edges out, edges out the comparison here. To me, the kayfabe comparison winner in this WrestleMania episode has to go to WrestleMania 25. Cass, man, what do you think of the overall comparison here? I had overall better grades on 35. I mean, there you was did. a lot. Wow, yeah, okay. 35, 35 was super long, and it had a lot going against it because of wow. how long it was. But um, I think 35 was a better overall show. I think, you know, you had you had uh, Sean Taker in 25, and that's what made that pay-per-view to me. But... That, and they had a couple other things going for it, like I just said. But, but man, 35, all in all, you got Kofi winning. You got uh, Becky winning. You got all these, you know, great surprise matches. A, how good AJ and Orton was. I got to go with 35. Mm. I'm going 35. Mm. Mm. Light and fire, man. I mean, I'm kind of with you on that. But at the same time, too, I mean, that again, you know, your guy, our guy, HBK. I mean, like, that was such a huge pull there. And 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 some of the other, I mean, the, that Money in the Bank match that opens really surprised me. Again, though, as a Rollins guy, I mean, it was a tough call for me, man. This Rollins, Lesnar? This, this is a sliver. I mean, this is a sliver. Like, I just, it barely edged out, barely edged out. Again, just because of the, honestly, it's because of the amount of matches. I think you're right. I think if, mm-hmm. if 35 had had the same amount of matches as 25 did, I think 35 might be in my top five ever WrestleMania. But because I think so. there were several, several little stutter steps and, and wrong placements and too much content that, like, I had to give give the nod to 25. But you know what? You know what that gives us? My good friend, the KG Cat. Mm. Now, we are in a sudden death situation. Gotta have sudden. a tiebreaker. You know, we started the show off as a fatal four-way with an elimination going out 
you know, just to save time. And because all these WrestleManias are worthy, we didn't get to cover WrestleMania 10 versus WrestleMania 15. So, what I propose to you, the KG cast list, what are you thinking? Is that we do a bonus episode. Mm. You know, we normally only cover the pay-per-views, but if we do a bonus episode that comes out next week, we can cover WrestleMania 10 versus WrestleMania 15, the latter match versus the height of the Attitude Era. That, you know, could be a fantastic show in itself, and we might get a tiebreaker there. Maybe we lean, you know, one way or the other, or maybe, just maybe, we'll have a live stream on Twitter where we discuss a separate odd number to break up and finally have a winner for this four-way. I'm down. Let's see what happens. Let's see. Let's see. I'm down. We'll do 10 and 15. I'm so excited to do WrestleMania 10. I want to do WrestleMania 10 so bad. Let's do it. Next week, we're doing WrestleMania 10 versus WrestleMania 15. Hopefully, it's a tiebreaker. If not, we'll figure it out from there. Anyway, I thought today was fun. It was a good show. Um, my final thoughts were... I mean, like you said, it's neck and neck. They were both great. I had to go with 35. It was awesome. Shawn Michaels is the greatest of all time. And uh, this was fun. What would you think? Man, I had a great time doing this show. As always, please be sure to follow us on Twitter, kfabe.com. K-A-Y-F-A-B-C-O-M. Please follow us. And also, if you have any questions or if you think that we should kind of change direction or if you have... Uh, you know, a suggestion on an upcoming current pay-per-view that we should compare to a nostalgic pay-per-view, uh, you know, go ahead and send us an email, kfabecomparisons at gmail.com. As always, subscribe, give us a five-star review, write a comment. We're going to get some merch soon, some stickers, uh, maybe a hashtag IP sticker that you could put on the back of your car. It would be pretty funny, maybe. Mm. But yeah. Hang out with us, man, next week. Thank you guys for being a part of our journey. Episode four, I'm ready to wrap it up. KG Cass, let's send them off. All right, guys. We'll see you again next week. WrestleMania 10, WrestleMania 15. Peace. Peace.